And the main important thing is that we added a flash storage so that you now can um, have 25 uh, programs or additionally up to 25 programs always stored on the Calliope Mini. Welcome to Kids Lab, a podcast for parents, educators, and everybody interested in STEAM education. In this episode, I'm talking to Jörn Alraun, managing partner at Calliope, about the next version of the Calliope Mini single board computer, Calliope Mini version 2. So that's the second time that I interviewed Jörn and the third time that we discussed the Calliope Mini. I simply think it's a very cool board. Jörn is an interaction designer, co-founder of several companies with a focus on developing digital learning toys and he is a member of the Interaction Design Association. As you might recall, Jörn is the managing partner at Calliope and in the last interview with him about the Bolton starter kit for Calliope Mini, he already mentioned that the Calliope Mini version 2 is coming soon. So the Calliope Mini is an educational board for kids to learn coding. If you need details about the Calliope Mini in general, please be sure to look at the show note links at kidslab.dev for the specific Calliope Mini episodes. So now the version 2 of Calliope Mini is out, featuring a memory chip which can hold up to 25 programs. Even better, the Calliope Mini version 2 already ships with 25 programs, which means the board can be used right out of the box without prior programming. That makes a huge difference when you think of a typical classroom situation and want to get started exploring the board. In the show notes of this episode, I'll include the new product shots and links to the Calliope Mini version 2 shopping pages. So if you are interested or would like to read and see more about the Calliope Mini version 2, please head over to kidslab.dev in your browser. All right. Hi, Jörn. Thank you so much for taking time the second time, actually, for recording with me. How are you today? Hello, Sven. Uh, yeah, I'm very happy that I got the chance to be here again. And yeah, I'm well. Yeah, very cool. So we're, we're kind of uh, celebrating the second version of the Calliope Mini. How cool is that? <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, finally, it's there. It took us so, such a long time uh, to finish it and to bring it out in the wild. And we are really happy to have it introduced uh, yeah, for a very uh, short period of time before yeah, this recording. Very cool. And I think before we talk about in, in detail about the Calliope Mini version 2, we should give a very quick intro what Calliope Mini is all about. And of course, I will also link to all the past episodes. We had two episodes so far about the Calliope Mini um, in the show notes later on. But um, for all the, the new listeners, basically, what is Calliope Mini all about, John? The Calliope Mini is a microcontroller or a single board computer, as you uh name it uh, technically correct and uh, basically we developed it to give children from eight years on an introduction into coding and technology and yeah the uh, fields of electronics and to tinker and make with code and yeah it features uh, that might be interesting uh, interesting as well it features a five uh, by five Uh, LED matrix. It has a little 
speaker or buzzer, an RGB LED, two buttons for input, and also uh, touch pins for. Then we have a motion sensor. There you can measure lights or light sensor basically included. A temperature sensor, a microphone as well, a compass, and yeah, you can um, use the radio functionality to talk to other Calliope Minis, and you can use Bluetooth to code with it um, from a smartphone or tablet. So, yeah, and what's probably uh, as well uh, important uh, for everyone who hasn't seen it yet is a star-shaped uh, form factor. And I think what's what's also super important, besides all these bells and whistles, I believe, is it's um, it can be programmed really easily by kids, right? So there's a, a visual programming environment, for example, Make Code from Microsoft and other environments, and and you can just, I mean, very easily have a lot of fun with the Calliope Mini, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, if you if you can play with Lego blocks or bricks, you can code with the Mini almost. <laughs> very nice. So, Jan, what, what has really changed now between the Calliope Mini version 1 that we have so far had in the shows and, and the Calliope Mini version 2? Yeah, there's some tiny things under the hood, some reroutings of some pins and things, but uh, nothing that you will, um, yeah, that, that's needed to know if, if you're the common user. The main important thing, and that's actually from my from my opinion on it's a very huge step and the main important thing is that we added a flash storage so that you now can um, have 25 programs or additionally up to 25 programs always um, stored on the Calliope Mini and uh, for everyone um, who doesn't know the Calliope Mini or the yeah the way the Calliope Mini and similar devices work. You usually copy one file that you programmed on the device and that's the one that's currently running on it. So you can't basically switch uh, like you can do this on, on a normal computer. You have this one device, uh, sorry, this one program. And when you want to do something else, you need to reflash the processor with a new program and with the new storage that we added you still work with one program but you can select from up to 25 uh, else so this is a huge um, enhancement to what has done or what has been the mini before and uh, also one probably important thing is that uh, to do this you don't need to connect it again to computers. So you can do this on the fly whenever you want, uh, when you're out and want to yeah, measure uh, values from a different program, you can just select it and copy it to the processor again without connecting it to anything. I think what's also really important is um, it comes pre-programmed with a couple of programs. So that's what I wanted to step into next. And that's because I think that's also a game changer for me because that means as a teacher, for example, you can just unpack these little devices with your with your kids in the classroom and you can actually do something with them right away, right? Yeah, we hope so. I mean, the thing is um, we used or we 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 decided for 25 programs because we have 25 LEDs and each LED stands for one program. 
And then we thought, yeah, this is a nice fit if it comes pre programmed with those 25 programs. And our idea is that you at least find a handful or probably even more programs that you can use in um, your class doing your subject. But uh, it's also like an introduction into what the mini is, ca what the mini is capable of. So um, you find almost all sensors um, in, in use within these 25 programs. So this is also like, you know, it's like a very useful showcase uh, and it should be like, um, yeah, help the kids to afterwards to be um, yeah, very open and, and um, curious to what they can do. And then they get an idea, ah, we used that sensor on one of the programs and I want to do something similar or I've seen this program and I will do something that's based upon on this. And um, yeah, it's since it's 25 programs, it's not very easy to always remember which program is where. And in a second, I come to, if you like, uh, to how to select them and use them. But yeah, let's talk about that next. Actually, that's great. Yeah, but, but just just before, uh, it's uh, we got a website with uh, all 25 programs with a description, with a way, with an yeah, a little intro how what it's about and how to use it, and also, and that's a very good thing. I, I think so. Um, you find the source code of all 25 programs, and you can easily edit them or have a look at them how they set up. And uh, if you got an idea of, or to make it better or to change it, you're free to do so. So this is um, yeah, what, what we hope for, that people are actually using them and make them their own and uh, yeah, find them helpful or probably have ideas to how to make them better. So we'll definitely have to link to that webpage in the show notes. Um, we'll we'll catch, uh, catch up on that later on. Um, so let's, let's talk about these 25 programs and how you actually start one of these. Yeah, it's um, f for everyone who used the mini or similar device, usually you have a reset button. When you hit that, the program that's currently on the or programmed on the processor restarts. And um, basically for not much more, the reset button is being used. And we came up with the idea that we said, well, this is the probably the most unused button on the device, and maybe we can make some use out of it. So we, we decided um, if you hit this for like five seconds, you switch in the, we call it flash mode. And so basically it says, well, this is the way you access the flash. So when you want to use a program on the mini, you just hit up the reset button for five seconds, and then all LEDs lit up for a second or split second, And then um, the first LED on the top left corner uh, is selected, and that shows you that this is this program that's there is selected. This is the first program. And if you switch the A or B button, you either go forth or back. So if, if you're on if you selected the first program and you hit B, you get to the second one, the third one, and etc. Or if you hit A button, you go backwards. And if you're at the first A program and hit A again, you're switching back to the last one. And if you had the last one and you had B, you're switching to the first one. So it's like an infinite loop um, and quite easy to select multiple or yeah, 
when you have like 25 apps, it's quite fast to go to each uh, of those, oh, sorry, programs, not apps, to those programs. Uh, so I'm wondering, how do you start a program after you've selected it? Would you press A and B together then? Or? That's correct, yeah. I mean, that's the usual way how we're doing it. Like you select with A and B and also, sorry, you switch with A and B and then you select with uh, A and B uh, uh, directly. I, I must say, I think that's that's very intuitive. Um, I was thinking a bit, maybe you, I mean, you could also shake the Calliope Mini, for example, or lay it upside down or something like that. But I guess pressing A and B together is probably the most intuitive. Yeah, within the first, I mean, if, if you use the, the previous version, um, we had like a couple of programs on this one as well. But technically, there were just one program with some steps inside it. And you could switch uh, and with the same mechanism like hitting A and B um, and and then you would select them with shake. And we were thinking about this as well, but um, shake is sometimes it's not so reliable and also like it's technically quite advanced to connect um, yeah, the, uh, the sensor for, for, uh, for detecting that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For, so that, that that was the reason why we changed this and make made this easier to select and easier yeah to do. Makes a lot of sense. So um, now we we have twenty five programs you told us right. So on the on the Calliope Mini that's that's how it comes pre programmed. So I don't think we have time to to really mention all these twenty five oh. programs. But do you have maybe do you maybe have a a couple of highlights that you want to 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 show us sure i mean we we have um different categories so there are some are something that we call applications some of them are games and some of them are applications you can do with someone else and then we got games that you can do with someone else like by using the radio function um i was referring to earlier so um Within these categories, we, we got a couple of nice things. Um, what I do like with this, it's basically a classic. Uh, it's a calculator. And, and I mean, this is uh, like very, yeah, obviously linked to math. Uh, you could use this quite easily in, in a subject. But, um, and, and I like it so much because it's, uh, it shows our idea that we had by uh, when we were doing those programs because it was not like that we had in mind while we're doing these programs and everyone can use them and that's it. We always wanted uh, people to uh, parameterize them to you know to change some values by uh, before starting um, the program and then you could use them the way you want them so you can manipulate actually the program that you're using and it's uh, yeah some kind of uh, it, you can individualize them and use them actually like like yeah you want them and so it's like uh, one way of programming your program so it's pre-programmed already of course but you can change do by by changing all the values you can actually yeah, change what it's doing. So this is also like something um, quite interesting to learn. So I like I like the calculator where you can um, yeah switch between the basic arithmetic operations, and but that's quite uh, obviously. Um, what I what I like actually mostly is um, something that's called uh, 
battleships. Uh, and I don't know if you, I mean, you played it when you were a kid, I think. So you got some positions on the matrix where you decide where you ships and uh, your partner has uh, can decide the same uh, on, on different locations. And then you you tell them where you think where his ships are. And then <laughs> I know it, of course. Know? Yeah. Very okay, cool. Okay. And that's, that's uh, pretty nice. And because also let's, quite advanced and 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 i think but i think it's lots lots of fun to do so and um yeah also we, we got a little voting game if you got a couple of people and want to decide on some topic topic uh, you can uh, yeah say if you're against it or uh, or if you want it one way or the other and then um you see the results And um, there's let me let me just think. There's a little yeah. There's there's a little snap the dot. Um, I don't know if you know that game. That drives me nuts actually because there's a little uh, dot on the matrix running, and then you have to say when it's in the middle of the matrix, and it's <laughs> okay. quite fast. So I'm into games, of course, because I think you know it's it's. Uh, lots of fun for the kids to play them, but it's also interesting how to use them. And uh, there's also like, sorry, another game. Uh, it's it's called Lim Game, and it's um, you always have to take uh, a, a value, and um, who when there's just one and you can't take any more, then you lost the game. So you're playing against the, against the mini. And you have to decide, you start with a value that you decide for, and then you can take uh, from one to, to three uh, f from that value, and then who loses or who can't take the last one uh, uh, loses the game. So I, I like this a lot because it's, yeah, it's, it's um, quite, quite. <laughs> That sounds very exciting. And as you said, right, we'll definitely put the, the link to all of these games into the show notes. So what I quickly wanted to touch on now is, again, you mentioned that you can parameterize these applications. So that means that when I connect the Calliope Mini to the Make Code Editor, for example, I can just basically load one of these programs and then see it in the in the Visual Code Editor and make some changes and flash it back, basically. Yeah, but but yeah, but yeah, even it's, it's even better because you don't... I mean, this is one way you can do this but of course then you can change also the complete program as you like um, it's even better because you don't necessarily need make code to use it you can do it on the mini itself so oh, okay. when you start the program it tells for example there's a thermometer where you can decide the mini should tell you when there's a certain um, heat coming or uh, when it's when it's a, a certain uh, degree of celsius appearing and you can decide what should be the value um, from what minimum value to what maximum value it should uh, run and then what should happen on, on which um, temperature or yeah it's 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 like um, yeah i mean in, in the nim game it's the easiest one because you just you know you decide the number where to start though for the game itself it's quite uh, important uh, how uh, what's the number what the number is but there's also like the metronome that we're using where you can define um, the bpm and you decide uh, how it should run which um, in which um, uh, speed and in it but it's 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 getting also like more complicated by using the pi piano 
where you decide um, what kind of notes are, are being played. And so it's like um, you actually change the way the program behaves. So, um, and sometimes it's not so complex, but sometimes it's quite complex what you can do. That's very cool. So um, that also means probably in the in the documentation of these programs, you will then find a little overview, a little summary, what happens when you press the button A, it will yes. kind of increase the degree Celsius, for example. And then you press A and B together, it starts the program or stuff like that. Yeah. Very cool. That's right. Very cool. So, um, well, I mean, I, I, you already mentioned, of course, we can save programs to flash memory, so I can overwrite a program, I would assume, and then I can load it back, of course. Um, is there a way to come back to the to the, to to all the pre-programmed programs in case I've overwritten something, or is this would I have to pull it basically from, um, yeah, I know from from the website of Calliope Mini, for example? Yeah, I mean that's the, the, I mean the thing is um, for everyone who's uh, who, who already used the Mini, um, you, you always had a, a little drive that that's called Mini, and whenever you placed a hex file that's the files that that these are all program files when you um, place the hex file on it it was immediately copied into the processor so the the folder or the the, uh, the hd that has been seen was also was only a visual way to help you to flash um, your program to the computer or to the mini and now we got a mini drive and that's actually the same as a USB stick. So you can switch on this drive and can copy and delete and place files as you wish. And uh, you're totally free to do so. But of course, if you delete them, they are deleted. And the only way to get them back is from our website. Uh, so we got a site for the 25 programs and I'll give you the link uh, later on so you can post this. And you can decide to download each program individual, individually or you can download all 25 programs altogether. So um, it's quite a convenient and easy way to get them back and also like to look into each program and change them. And I mean, I, I my hope is always that people are downloading those apps and oh, sorry, so those programs and actually go into them and change them as they like. And if they have like have some ideas how to add something to them, um, then they're free. And I really hope that we get um, programs back from them where they say, well, you need to implement this feature and this is better this way. Because, I mean, the whole Calliope concept is about, you know, getting people into it and adding their knowledge to the project and what, what they have in mind. And because, I mean, the more people we are, the better the product and the, the programs in this case will be. So, yeah, it sounds cool. So you're, you're hoping for lots of emails coming to info at calliope.cc with, with new programs. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, but with binary files. <laughs> but, but to be honest, it's, <laughs> to be honest, it's, it, this is actually our idea. We started with those 25 programs and it's a one pack that you can download. And we just, we're just working on the second pack, but we're also like hoping for people to send up send us their programs and tell us well you we want this 10 programs if you include them 
uh, this will be better or for my subject that I'm teaching, it will be perfect if we got those things on, on the website. And, and that's, that's actually the idea to have like in one year or two years, like, I don't know, 50 packs of programs uh, for everyone. So it's like uh, the complete thing. Yeah, very nice. So I'm wondering, um, did you already get some experience with the new Calliope Mini uh, when it comes or from teachers, basically? So did you put this into the hands of people, basically, of in, into a classroom? And what have been the reactions so far? Yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, I'm into games and kids are also into games. Um, that's, I mean, they like to play with, you know, they, they like to experience all 25 programs and see what they're up to. They switch between each of them and um, trying to play out with them, play, play with them. But actually, the very first thing that happened was that a teacher told us, well, I don't need 25 Calliope Minis anymore. One is enough. And now I can store uh, a program of each kit on the mini at the end of the hour. So um, the, the idea was completely different to what we had in mind. And that, that was something I liked a lot because, um, yeah, we always had oh, our ideas like, you know, giving you the possibility to save 25 programs on it. And he was like, yeah, th this is exactly what I'm doing, but I'm doing it not, these aren't mine 25 programs. These are from each of the kids. And that was, that was very interesting. And because of course it's like experience the, the program and, and have it, having it on, on the mini is like the ultimate goal and to play with them like on the hardware is totally different from just, you know, coding them. So I like that idea. And, but other than that, the response is good. People and teachers especially like that a lot. And they also like the possibility to now have access to the storage because that was something previously that you you know it was very hard and technically advanced to get onto the the program once it was stored on the processor and now it's like as easy as on a usb stick so this is really something teachers like so they can you know they also like uh, tell the kids well at the end of the hour save it on the flash drive so i have it later to go back to it or, you know, for the next hour, because not on all um, school computers, you're able to save files uh, for a, a permanent uh, time. So um, this also helps in that case. So you, before that, they also had or always had like USB sticks and now the stick is on the mini. So this is very good. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think it's also completely compatible, right? So all the old programs should probably run on the, the new version because there's, I mean, there's added storage, but nothing else that would make it incompatible, I believe. And I kind of, for me, that kind of brings up the question, now that we found a way to kind of create an, a compatible extension, is there, are there any thoughts about the Calliope Mini version 3? Now maybe with like a compatible OLED display or something else that's cool. That's ah, backward that's, compatible. Uh, well, so. Actually, you can connect it already with uh, the growth, growth connectors. You know, I, ah. haven't, I haven't talked about this previously by introducing the Mini. Of course, we have the growth connectors that are very helpful in adding support for multiple things as well as an OLED as LED. So that, <laughs> that, that helps. But of course, um, uh, no, uh, we're always thinking about uh, products and how the Mini can 
yeah, evolve. But uh, actually, to be honest to you, uh, it took us a very long time to place the flash on the device. And it was like uh, lots of work to, to have this done. And for everyone who has an old mini or previous version two mini, um, you will see that the solder pad is already there for the flash. So you can imagine that having the flash on the device is like, uh, like I mean, it's, it was also like something we wanted to have immediately by releasing the mini. And it, but we never figured out a way how to actually include it in a way that it's easy to use, handy, and very you know helpful to you know to what we envisioned. Mm -hmm. So it, that was a very long process, uh, and that also means that the Calliope Mini version three <laughs> will take a while. But of course, I mean, I'm, I think you know having uh, OLED uh, display probably will be rather the Calliope Maxi. Uh, I don't know, but maybe it's, it's <laughs> going it. for that direction. I'm not quite sure yet. <laughs> so it's, I think you're saying that you're probably going to wait for a couple uh, after like two million programs sent to info at Calliope.cc or so you might consider a Calliope Maxi then. Very cool. Yeah, but actually, you know, the, when we when we introduced it, you know, it wasn't already released. We just sent the mail to teachers and telling them, well, the Calliope Mini version 2 Uh, will be out in a couple of months so they can prepare for it, etc. And it took like five minutes uh, for the response from someone who said, well, well, it's just three years old. Why are you introducing version two yet? I mean, I, I expect to wait 10 years for version two. Why are you so fast? You know, I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, using it in my classroom and now you're changing it. What are you doing, guys? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, that's time. A <laughs> I think that's an, that's an interesting discussion, right? I mean, I was yeah. asking a similar question to, um, I believe, the, someone I recorded with about the micro bit, right? That uh, more or less the, 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 the teachers and the education system is actually looking for stability, right? Yeah. And totally. some of us, I guess, who are also listening to the podcast, to some degree, we have some some people who are coming from this maker DIY area and for us of course we always want to have more features more sensors and we want to have something new every couple of weeks right but totally. that's not really what the education system is looking for actually right so no and it's they want like, to have stability yeah, yeah totally and that as you said like the mini version 2 is totally compatible to the version previous versions and it's also like you know you can mix them easily and that's also something you always have to consider and when you're doing changes Yeah, you can just add things, but you can't exclude something uh, or something that has been in the uh, classroom already. So this is something that we yeah, always have in mind when developing things. Very cool. So I, I thought this is just a short episode because I thought this is just a memory chip coming to Calliope Mini. Now we have like roughly 30 minutes recorded already. So I'm gonna, I think I'm going to cut it here. <laughs> Jörn, thank you so much for this recording. It was awesome to talk to you again. And um, yeah, let's, let's be in touch again very soon. Thank you so much. Yes, Ben. Thank you. Again an episode about the Calliope Mini, this time focusing on all the new things in version 2 and learnings from the past model. I hope you enjoyed it. Please check out kidslab.dev for the show notes including all links and of course subscribe to the Kidslab podcast. Next up I'll be discussing the Finch Robot version 2 with Bambi Brewer. Bambi Brewer